We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. You look at these crazy uh, women getting woke. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. That's so woke. 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 So woke
co-author come to defining woke. And actually, she nails it at the beginning, but then says, that's not what it is. I'm going to have the robot speak for her. The hell defined woke as someone who is aware of social issues such as racial prejudice and discrimination. The reality, we know, is much more complex and much more ominous. The reality is that conformist, woke ideology is taking over our institutions and this takeover of every aspect of our lives, from medical and mental health care to our media and entertainment, touches every single American, those who buy into the ideology and many who don't. I was struck by the fact that she said, in reality, it's much more ominous. So implying that even her correct definition that she gave at the beginning is ominous. So being aware of social injustice is ominous to her, threatening, intimidating, boding, ill for her which makes quite a bit of sense if you realize that she has already written a children's book about the racist Rush Limbaugh she thinks it's important that children know what Rush had to say I guess about Barack the magic negro she homeschools her kids which I don't find surprising at all. I do feel sorry for the kids, though. I became aware of Ms. Mandel when a clip from an interview she did on Rising. And the host of this particular part of the show was Brianna Joy Gray. And she just asked Bethany Mandel to define woke. And I'm going to play Bethany's response unedited so i mean woke is sort of the idea that um i this is going to be one of those moments that goes viral i mean woke is something that's very hard to define and we've spent an entire chapter defining it it is sort of the understanding that we need to re totally reimagine and re re redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression um sorry i it's, it's hard to explain in a 15 second soundbite being woke does not lead you to create hierarchies of oppression it simply helps one to identify the hierarchies of oppression some people apparently don't like that being talked about, including the governor of Florida, who also does not clearly define the means by wokeism. And not being able to define it is part of the its effectiveness because it can mean different things to different people and it seems to me that it comes out to be anything you don't like if it makes you feel uncomfortable if it makes you feel confused the following is the current governor of florida and probable presidential candidate 
in Iowa talking about what being woke means. Woke ideology has infected so many institutions. Uh, if you really want to protect the freedom of your folks, you got to be willing to defend them against the left imposing their pathologies on, on your people in any of these institutions. So we've got to fight if we see it in medicine or the universities or the corporations. You can't just say, let it go, because then we're going to be living under an oppressive wokeocracy. Well, I guess he really doesn't define it either. Like a catch-all term. Maybe it's like former Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart characterized pornography and that he knows it when he sees it, despite the fact that he cannot define it. And for some people, it seems like they see woke everywhere. And not only do they see it, they react. And listen to this lady who just found out that Chick-fil-A was going to have a position created to have someone to be in charge of diversity, equity, and inclusion in their company. Over at TPUSA. TPUSA is Talking Points USA. It is a conservative political organization run by a guy named Charlie Kirk. Morgan McMichael's bio says she is a Gen Z social media influencer from Texas. It's lunchtime. I'm here with Aubrey, and we really wanted some Chick-fil-A, but because they decided to hire a diversity, equity, and inclusion corporate position, and also bow down to the woke lord because their ESG scores. Chick-fil-A, you are no longer the lord's chicken. You're actually the woke chicken, and I'm really upset about it as a Christian woman. You are no longer the Lord's chicken. You're actually the woke chicken. Bow down to the woke Lord. Bow down to the woke chicken. So that lady can no longer eat her favorite chicken because they, this corporation decided to be concerned about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now Chrissy Noem, the governor of South Dakota, she can't go shopping at Target anymore because they have pride displays. Yeah, I'm like a lot of Americans. Love to shop at Target. I mean, we do, but we just can't yeah. anymore. And while the rest of the country is worried about, you know, having fun and going out and shopping and enjoying a store, that store is fundamentally tearing down this country. And we have to have real conversations about how serious we are about protecting our freedom. What about the freedom of non-cis, non-binary people? to go shopping at Target as they need to. And how is having to walk by a, a, a rainbow display going to ruin your shopping experience? Are you that sensitive? Did you notice she said she can't shop there anymore? But she could if she wanted to. She'd just have to turn her head when she walked by the rainbow flag or whatever. What she means is she doesn't want to. And if she doesn't want to, because there's rainbow displays in there, then the whole world has to change to fit her preferences. Otherwise, you're just tearing down the entire country. All of us. All us open-minded people are just trying to destroy this country. Because Chrissy No can't, i.e. doesn't want to shop at Target and see a rainbow flag whatever, a bathing suit that offends her. I don't know. It's her judgmental little mind that's the problem. 
Not the stores. She reminds me of that Christian lady I heard a radio call radio program many years ago talking about how she was persecuted by her family when they didn't agree with her. And by persecuted, she means they disagreed with her opinions and told her so. These people are so sensitive, easily offended. Just like Chrissy Nome's freedom is inhibited by other people being free to express who they are. It's clear that woke means to these people anything that makes them feel the least bit discomforted. And they're not going to go out of their way to make other people feel comfortable. They want everybody to conform to what comforts them. And that's why they're so annoying. And they're so dangerous. Maybe we should uh, buy some of their t-shirts that have a suggestion about what people should do with their feelings. Although I don't think they'd appreciate it. They're so funny that way. I wonder how people feel when they can't use the gender pronoun that they feel most comfortable with, or dress the way that they'd like to, or marry the people that they'd like to. I like to think of myself as being woke, at least by the definition that I understand it as, and that's being aware that the way America, the United States of America, our system is structured, and unfairnesses built into the system. And it's due primarily to the biases of the people that first established the system. The United States started out as a slave republic. And over time, it's transformed to a democratic republic. That makes some people very uneasy, apparently. Women and black people weren't allowed to vote. And then we moved in the right direction. First black men, then women, but eventually we got somewhere. Then we had the Voting Rights Act, which is now being dismantled by our Supreme Court because supposedly it's not needed anymore. And that is a possible debate. Just being woke means you're aware that there can be structural injustices. There can be injustice built into the system, the way it's constructed. But what we have these, uh, I'm going to stick with DeSantis because the primary topic of this podcast and his war on woke. Florida is where woke goes to die. Because there's no systemic injustices in Florida? Or is it where striving for justice is not allowed to happen? And unfortunately, I'm afraid it's the latter that he's implying. And I say imply because we're not exactly sure what the hell he's talking about. I don't think it's by accident that there is no clear definition coming from the Republicans or the conservatives. 
since they won't define it, it makes it very difficult to argue against their assertions because they don't give you anything to disprove. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. Vagueness seems to be part of the uh, techniques of oppression. Stay vague enough so nobody's exactly sure whether they're violating the laws or not. And then make sure that you have very heavy consequences for violating the laws that are being passed. The Parental Rights and Education Act that was passed in Florida, effective July 2022. I'm doing this because I want to, to be clear just how vague the wording is and how frightening it sounds. It seems to spend a lot of time dealing with gender identity. It mentions it specifically. And it has this whole thing about requiring school districts to notify parents of health care services. And it seems to be focused on trans kids. And then it says that there can bring action against the school district to obtain declaratory judgments and provides for additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. To certain parents. Let's make it a little more vague, guys. Anyways, it sounds like you could get in big trouble for violating this. It's vague, so it's hard to know if you're violating the rules. Anyway, hold on a second. I'm going to record the thing for you. It's pretty long. And vague. Defines parental rights in education requires district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying students' parents of specified information, requires such procedures to reinforce fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding upbringing and control of their children, prohibit school district from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying parents about specified information or that encourage students to withhold from parents such information, prohibit school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting students' mental, emotional, or physical well-being, prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels, requires school districts to notify parents of health care services, authorizes parents to bring action against school district to obtain declaratory judgment, provides for additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. And that came right from the FloridaSenate.gov session 2022, apparently House Bill 1557. That's a lot of vague information to process with some very strong threats at the end of it. I wonder why people are retiring early and looking for jobs in other states. Legalistic phase of fascism. Jason Stanley wrote a very good article couple years back. I've read it a couple times, but it seems like i got to revisit it again. Every time it seems closer and closer to what's going on at the moment. Legalistic phase of fascism. I'm going to read just a short paragraph from Jason Stanley's article in The Guardian. It was from December 2021. But this one paragraph seemed to resonate. Fascist ideology strictly enforces gender roles 
and restricts the freedom of women. For fascists, it is part of their commitment to a supposed natural order where men are on top. It's also integral to the broader fascist strategy of winning over social conservatives who might otherwise be unhappy with the endemic corruption of fascist rule. Far-right authoritarian leaders across the world, such as Brazil's Jair Bolsonaro, Hungary's Viktor Orban, and Russia's Vladimir Putin, have targeted the gender ideology as Nazism targeted feminism. Freedom to choose one's role in society when it goes against the supposed natural order is a kind of freedom that fascism has always opposed. According to National Socialist Ideology, abortion at any point in pregnancy was considered to be murder, just as it was acceptable to murder disabled people and other groups whose identities were considered dangerous. I love the fact that America is an open and democratic society and we believe in free speech. People can express their opinions even if they're regressive and reactionary and odious. However, when regressive and reactionary ideas start becoming laws, it's a different ballgame. It's no longer someone just expressing their opinion. You're talking about harming people's livelihoods, their well-being, and putting the government on the side of the bigots, the racist, the reactionaries, the closed-minded, the cruel, the fearful, the violent, the hateful, the destructive, the authoritarian, the fascist, 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 fascist. They use the law to impose their cruel, oppressive, reactionary ideology. And it is exactly what this country fought against in World War II when we helped defeat Nazi Germany. And people don't understand how close we are to becoming what we opposed then. So just a few days ago on the 10th of June, a handful of Nazis, about 15 of them or so, showed up protesting at the entrance of Disney World. And they were carrying swastika flags and Ron DeSantis flags. And it reminded me of a meme I saw a while back regarding Donald Trump. Supporters of Donald Trump may say he's not a Nazi, but the Nazis think he's one. We have to acknowledge that in our society, there is a regressive, backward-looking group of people that will use violence and the full weight of the state to enforce their views, which are anti-American, anti-democratic, and homophobic, and anti-trans, and I'd have to say anti-women and their desire to take away their bodily autonomy. I remember when people were saying, take America back. 
And I wondered how far back they had intended, but it appears to be at least 60 years, I would say. Uh, possibly 80. I think the Voting Rights Act really got these people worked up. That's when the, you know, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party's kind of switched when the Dixiecrats joined the Republicans. They'd rather ban history than acknowledge what's been done by our nation in the past. Ignorance is bliss again, but only for the ignorant. Only for the ignorant. The rest of us, it's a real pain in the ass. And with all these armed people, it's actually dangerous, life-threateningly dangerous. We need more and better education, not censored, edited education. When addressing the education of children, there's one question that has to be answered in every case. Is our children learning? Is they? I'm learning that woke is really just another term for liberal. It means tolerating people that are different. Tolerating them. Tolerating. Tolerate. Ah, not too keen on that word when I heard it. So let's call it embracing or accepting. Celebrating even. Liberal means broad-minded, open-minded, willing to look at things differently, not stuck in tradition. And I've come to view tradition as little more than just giving in to peer pressure from dead people. Liberal, in my definition, means that you look out for the little guy, not just the oligarchs, the less fortunate members of minority groups, and having concern for people, even if they're different from you. But if you think about it, you can replace woke, at least the way they use it these days, with liberal, and it works just about every time. Woke banks, woke corporations, woke educators, woke college administrators. And CRT is really anything to do with the rights of black Americans and black history. And I think they really get hung up on the C standing for critical. So to them, it's not breaking something down and looking at it closely. In their case, it just means criticizing the white people. And that hurts their feelings. But the thing about fascism is it has to have a scapegoat, and currently I'm afraid that scapegoat is trans people and the LGBT community in general, but trans people specifically. And if you'll see some very clear indications of violence. This whole crazy reaction that we've seen to uh, Bud Light making a special beer, or at least a special can for a trans person influencer Dylan Mulvaney we saw a lot of violence towards those beers including Kid Rock shooting up <laughs> shooting cases of Bud Light and it was brought to my attention that the beer the cases of beer were a surrogate a proxy for trans people 
And so when they took out their sledgehammers and their shotguns, threw their beer off of a roof and smashed it on a sidewalk, the Bud Light. Bud Light represented trans folks and what these people wanted to do to trans people. The shooting, the beating, the smashing. That's what they wanted to do. Why does it bother them that much? You could ask Sigmund Freud or somebody like that. They probably have some pretty good theories about it. But the point is, the beer is only symbolic. As we know, fascists love symbolism and spectacle. And their performative violence towards inanimate objects was a great source of both for their uh, cohorts. To the majority of us, they look confused, scared, and dangerous. And that's why it's important that we keep our eyes on them and pay attention to what they're up to. But equally as important is to remember that these people are a sizable minority, but still a minority. And if it weren't for gerrymandering in the Electoral College, it would have very little influence in our governments today. Unfortunately, they have some very big money behind them, and there is gerrymandering. And it can be overcome by the majority if they all show up. What we're watching Santa's do to local prosecutors and his treatment of immigrants, his attacks on the teaching of black history, his attacks on non-binary children, his going after drag queens, his fighting with Disney. It's all, all a, a distraction from all the things that are really affecting Floridians, like the astronomical cost of homeowners insurance, the cost of housing, the threat that climate change is posing to our state, particularly the sea level rise. We have flooding occurring on days where there's no rain, simply because Florida is particularly sensitive to rising sea levels. You know, we are down at the end, and uh, geologically, the last on, and that means, uh, in most cases, first off, when the water comes back. Similar to the old last hired, first fired idiom, he's not really that good at doing what governors are supposed to do. So he's fighting a culture war instead. The culture wars. We interrupt this podcast because the subject of this podcast is now back in the news again. Uh, let's see what he's up to now. Woke, 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 woke. Don't tell me that a man can get pregnant and expect me to accept that. I will not accept that. And we cannot have a society that accepts that. Woke, woke ESG, dumb. The average woke student, dumber. Woke, woke justice, dumb. Woke San Francisco, dumb, dumb. Woke Los Angeles, dumber. The average person becomes woke and will really becomes further. Woke, 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 dumb, 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 woke. I did read a poll recently, though, that where he's running 47 to 47 with Biden, but 
and remind myself that the elections in November of 2024, and this is like June of 2023, so I really shouldn't waste my time thinking about it or mentioning it to you. They are the minority, and they're not going to stay in power. question is, is how long before we get them out of there? And how much damage are they going to do? I think it's going to be significant, but not irreparable. Now, this is early July, and a lot of the bills DeSantis has signed into law are not holding up in court in their entirety or at least partially. But I know the reality is that those laws are not being passed to benefit Floridians. They are just signaling. It's performative. And it's going to play to the people who only read the headlines. And they probably won't read the headlines that say that it didn't hold up in court. And just today, I heard Jeff Charlotte say that fascism is theater. And that's exactly what DeSantis is doing. This is all performative nonsense. It is literally depressing to pay attention to all this nonsense. It's disturbing to think how many of our fellow citizens are susceptible to this type of influence. The nonsense. But the majority of Americans are sensible. Not saying smart, but they are sensible. And according to a USA Today poll, a recent one, the majority of them have a favorable feeling about the word woke, which in some ways is inevitable considering what targets the conservatives are choosing to call woke. Books, universities, corporations that try to be inclusive of others. Now, the majority of people are in favor of that. And if you look at history, these reactionary forces, they end up losing and being embarrassment for the majority of their progeny. So it's all right to even feel a little sorry for these folks. To them. But that doesn't mean we have to go along with them. I recently heard an interview with Amanda Marcotte, who I think I originally started reading on Slate, but she's got a new book out. She's a journalist, and she's got a new book out called Troll Nation. How the right became the Trump-worshipping monsters set on rapping liberals, America, and truth itself. And she said, insightfully, that the, the conservatives, the reactionaries, are acting so crudely and awfully because they want us to hate them. I think to quote her, she said, they're, they're goading us into hating them. But I don't hate them. I dislike them, 
I wish they'd go away. I wish they'd stop being such jerks. I don't hate them, but they need us to hate them. In the same way as they like to wave their guns around so that everybody can be as fearful, filled with fear as they are, they're also trying to be so absurd and cruel and unrelenting in their stupidity so as to make their opponents react as emotionally and as violently as they do. The best way to fight back against that is to know what they're trying to do and don't fall for it. They're going to lose and they know it. And that's why they are resorting to such extreme measures. We just got to stay strong and stay together. And we'll get through this. And we'll be better people when it's all over. Stay woke. 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 Stay woke.